On the Silicon Control Podcast, we look into the latest tech news and businesses, looking for any unique insights or unmet opportunities. This episode was recorded on March 13th, 2022. Today, our hosts are on break, so instead of doing a normal show, they've pre-recorded solo takes, individual monologues on the different news of the week. We'll be back to our normal shows and programming next week. Guess who's back from the dead? The TikTok and Oracle Trusted Technology Partnership, which we all thought died and withered away uh, as soon as uh, President Biden came into office. But nope, it's still there, and apparently it's being close to finalized, according to a report from Reuters. I have several thoughts here. First off, okay, sure, I could see that there is still somewhat a concern of U.S. citizens' data that is on TikTok because TikTok is controlled by the Chinese firm ByteDance, right? That was the start of this whole conversation. But why Oracle? Why is Oracle still in the picture, right? Listen, you look at when you look at the cloud providers, you got Amazon, you got Microsoft, you got Google. And heck, Michael, you and I make fun of, of, of Google being at a distant third and trying to compete with the other two. But at least Google's market share, you can actually see in a graph. Oracle's is non-existent. The only one potential compelling story they had, which I don't even think was really compelling, was the whole thing of Zoom using them because they were cheaper. But that's it. I haven't heard anything else on the Oracle Cloud story, um, outside of their CEO who keeps attacking uh, Amazon and saying Oracle is better. So that's first. Secondly, what are these concerns? The European Union had concerns about TikTok advertising for for kids, right, and targeting kids in that regard, which I think TikTok was able to to resolve because they're still there. But there's no concerns about the data the data privacy of European citizens, um, and and as, as we know, those the, the U.S. citizens' data is sitting in American soil and a data center because of the latency, right? You want to be in that region so that you have a good customer experience. And the other thing is, um, what does, what's, you, is this a way that U.S. companies could potentially enter China? No, it's not, right? So what is this? You're going to end up having like a Google who has to split up the European members and have like a European company take over that, like a data center company take over that data, and Google will just start being uh, partitioned by region, same for Facebook. Like this doesn't make sense. This is an overly complicated deal. Wouldn't it just be easier for ByteDance to sell TikTok? Let's be frank, it's TikTok is their international version of their Chinese app, Donut, right? So they already have one catering to the Chinese market. And on top of that, they're also the, Leading news aggregator, uh, Jinri Taotiao. I know you're going to make fun of my uh, pronunciation there. But ByteDance, does ByteDance really need to be a major player in TikTok? Can't they just sell it and have like a minority stake in it? Wouldn't that just be a simpler solution to this problem? You know, you sell it to the one on Western companies and they can be an independent uh, group, right? Pretty much the Facebook, what Facebook's uh, play has been with Instagram, with WhatsApp, right? So this is ultimately an overly complicated deal uh, to, I'm not even sure, an overblown problem. 
And again, why Oracle? It's not even going to make Oracle uh, relevant. What, all of a sudden, because TikTok it has trusted its uh, the data privacy of its users under Oracle, that everyone's going to start saying, we've been missing that sweet, sweet Oracle cloud. Yeah, please. So Facebook parent company Meta announced this week that they're going to cut back and modify some of their office perks. While this is an early sign of what will likely be a broad trend across all tech companies as they start to adjust to a hybrid setup where not all employees are physically in the office. Now, as expected, employees complained about this change, citing that office perks were a huge reason for why they decided to join or even stay at these big tech mega companies. That makes me think it's time that we have a real chat about these much ballyhooed and media sensationalized benefits, quote unquote. If you're joining or staying at your company because they'll do your laundry, you have the objectively wrong incentives and it's time to open your eyes. The reason the company gives you, any company gives you for joining and staying is your salary. And that's it. It's not even your stocks. It's just your salary because you've seen what a down economy will do to your stocks, tech workers. Office perks are just that. Perks to get you to physically stay in the office. Why, you ask? Easy. So you can do more work. So you, at 6 o'clock, 6.30, whenever, can go and eat dinner, be done, get full, have dessert, be tired, but go back to your desk and keep working because there's traffic on the 101. There's traffic on the 280. There's traffic on the 880. The real problem that this story shows me is that we've normalized the 12-hour workday. And that normalization is going to work you to death. Newsflash. If you're a software engineer, you're not paid by the hour. You're paid to get your work done. Lawyers get paid by billable hours, and they get paid much more than you per hour when you considered you've now spent 60 hours working at the office and 10 more hours working at home every single week. Folks, this is not how other industries do their jobs. This is not how the last generation worked. And if it takes a quote-unquote cutting back of benefits to help you realize that, good, because it's something you should have realized a long time ago. Tech workers around the world, go live your lives, people.